Welcome to the Monarch Touch Podcast. I'm Kendra Cabral and I'll be your host. I have a friend who had inspired me to share my story, at least in the beginning of my journey with podcasting. And I think it was so long ago that I find it almost boring to talk about it anymore. And I forget that some people, they need to hear the beginnings so that they can overcome their own struggles. So here it goes. In, I want to say, let's just say 20 years ago, I was living in an apartment with my boyfriend who is now my husband and he is the father of both my kids but in the beginning of our journey together I was very unhealthy and I know a lot of people will think of health as um, a weight issue if they're overweight then they're unhealthy and if they're skinny then they're healthy but I like to think of health more than just that that Um, You know, a lot of times the way that we think in our mind, if we're being very self-destructive, then we are unhealthy. And oftentimes, I don't think we talk about that enough. Um, The obvious is the appearance of our body. You know, sometimes it's even if we're frowning a lot or if we are complaining a lot or gossiping and um, anything that is self-destructive to to yourself, to other people, to communities. If you are knocking down, tearing down, destroying, it's unhealthy. If you are repairing, building up, growing, then obviously it's healthy. And so when I think of myself as unhealthy, physically I was coughing a lot. I was having um, to take Robitussin and uh, what was it, Alka-Seltzer or Tums, just always upset with my stomach. And um, I had a couple of panic attacks and I just had a lot of um, anxiety, a lot of stress, and I had no outlet. I didn't know what to do with that. Um, everything that I was feeling, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't really have any person in my life that could lead me uh, to a better way. And um It is interesting. I was actually going to school to be an elementary school teacher, and I had uh, passed the test. I got accepted, and then for an anniversary present, my husband had given me a a gift certificate to to do an all-day at the spa, and I learned that there was a school that was close by. Um, Before that, the only school was like an hour commute for massage therapy and um and at the time I would have been more in debt than I was at that time and so it just felt I was too scared to take that leap of faith and um so fast forward years later um I was getting the massage for my anniversary and I had learned that there was a school that was local and so I just went and I applied and it was one of those things where you take that leap of faith and everyone thinks you're crazy and you do it anyways and and there was a I remember there being that moment of am I making a mistake am I doing the right thing and the very first exercise hands-on exercise that I did I'll never forget this moment um someone was one of my um 
the students in the in my class had to lay on the table and it was a grounding exercise where I sat at the stool at the head of the table and all I had to do was take her head in my hands and hold it that was it but at that moment I just remember getting this electricity in my body and this like sudden feeling of this is your calling. This is what you're meant to do is to touch people, touch their lives. And so I have always, from that moment um, on, I've never looked back and regretted my decision to drop out of um, school teaching, to be a school teacher and go into massage therapy. And at this stage in my life right now, going into podcasting and learning to speak to people, it's another challenge because doing massage it's a lot of hands-on work, but it's not um, an exercise where I'm used to putting my thoughts into words. And so it's a challenge and it's a new challenge, but it's one of those things of stepping out into faith. And it's so important to get to that place of believing in yourself because that is where I actually found a lot of healing was making these choices to um, to get uncomfortable and it's kind of funny that we stay in this place of comfort thinking that that's the safe place but that's often where we feel sick where we get our anxiety where we feel um, frustrated and it's when we step out into what is uncomfortable is where we start getting our healing, is where we actually start feeling better. And so it's almost like an oxymoron in a way. It's just, it's one of those weird phenomenons that um, that is really cool. So I did, I went in, I stepped out of faith, I went into massage school, I learned a lot about, and I'm still learning a lot about my body. I'm, uh, I go to a chiropractor, I get the skeletal system adjusted, I get my own massages every two weeks, and it has helped me um, tremendously with uh, anxiety. I don't have to be on any medication, and um, I even forget that I have a problem. And it wasn't until we had our uh, shutdown and I didn't get my massage. And I was telling my massage therapist that I didn't think that I needed it because I just felt good. And then when I didn't get it, I realized like, wow, I forgot. I forgot my anxiety issues, but because I was taking care of it, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel like I had a problem. And it was when I stopped taking care of myself you know, because we had to, that I realized that it's still there, but it's being maintained. And so that's a really cool thing. Actually, it made me really appreciate what I do for a living because when you need it yourself through somebody else, then you appreciate what you can give. And, um, and through giving and helping other people is another way that we can heal ourselves. Um, that's another topic we can get into another day but um but anyways uh through through the podcast and some of the things that I want to be able to get into are the many things that have just not just helped me through my journey feel better but things that I have seen help heal other people so we all have different pain we can have emotional pain or physical pain um pain that was a long time ago or pain a fear of the future and there's a lot of things that I'm excited to share on this journey and I really hope that um you know people can 
listen and give feedback too. So right now, a lot of my listeners are people that I know, which is nice. So I'm really getting some good feedback from people and helpful advice. And I really appreciate it because my mission is to connect with you. Um, There's just so many exciting things that, um, well, one of the things we've learned through, one of the things that I have learned through this pandemic, um, I really don't want to get into the pandemic a lot, but I just want to say that one of the things that I have learned through it is the need for us to connect with one another that there was um a few weeks that I wasn't working and I just remember feeling anxious and pacing my house and not knowing what to do with myself and not feeling like I had any purpose and I found myself actually running just so I could wave to cars that were driving by and it really hit me how much I love people and I just it's so easy to to forget um, things that we appreciate when we have it every day. And I think that is part of what has helped heal me is through connecting with people, to find my purpose through helping others. And, um, and the cool thing is that I am. I am lighter. I am 20 pounds lighter. And I always feel like our health can be improved so there's it's always good to find ways to tweak our health and I do but I find my inspiration from people so if I am completely isolated I've lost my why I've lost my purpose for trying and I don't know about you if how you guys have felt and if you have felt like you've lost your purpose, you lost your why, you lost your drive, do you feel healthy? Do you feel unhealthy? Do you feel like it could get better than this? Like I'm not happy where I am? Or do you just feel really um, comfortable? Um, it will be really interesting to get feedback and to hear where you are and the things that motivate you and inspire you to either to improve yourself with your health or things that inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and and what does that mean what does that look like to you so these are all things that I can't wait to hear and to and to share until then you guys have a a healthy day Welcome to the Monarch Touch Podcast. This is Kendra Cabral, and I'll be your host. Today, I would like to talk to you about something that is really near and dear to my heart, and this is the second most important command in all of Scripture, which is love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I've heard it being discussed in multiple ways, but I want to talk about how how. I receive it and how I apply it to my life and what I want to do is talk about the difference between self-interest with loving yourself versus truly loving yourself and I really believe that our intentions are going to determine the outcome of how we show up for other people. What I'm going to do is give three examples and I want to explain the difference between self-interest, self-love, and how when it's true self-love, how much easier it is to love 
others the way that we're loving ourselves. The first one is pretty easy. I think we all can relate to this one is exercise. Uh, Self-interest would be the reason why we are exercising. We're pushing ourselves, we're forcing ourselves, we're making ourselves do it. If the why is for recognition, for how how other people are going to notice you and if you're just trying to be liked and that's a good indicator that it's more of a self-interest and it's not self-love. And matter of fact, you can say words like, um, well, you can just find yourself putting yourself down and that's not encouragement at all. Self-love, it would be more like I'm exercising because this feels good. It makes me feel energized. I'm ready to take on the day. I feel stronger. I'm more vibrant. And there's a lot more encouraging for yourself that is going on and how you can love others the way you love yourself is if I know that exercising is making me feel good, how much more likely am I going to encourage another person to also want to take care of themselves? You see this in a mom, you see it in a school teacher, you can see it in um, careers such as fitness coaches or instructors. Um, a mom and a teacher are going to see their kids restlessness and take them to a park and do some kind of active play and just really appreciate and respect what exercise means you can see it in people who have careers the way that they show up for other people the second example i have is and we see this again really often is how we make a promise a self-interest for making a promise is more like looking at other people and how they show up for you. So for an example, making a promise, I'm more looking at how people are making me feel. Now that's not self-love, that is me protecting my ego. But I'm always looking at other people, there's a lot of blaming, there's a lot of um, and negative emotions that follow when people are not showing up and keeping their promise, they're not um, being reliable or dependable and I see that a lot, you know, with myself too. But anyways, and self-love for making a promise is more holding myself accountable for what I promise myself. And this is a big deal because how we talk to ourselves, how we show up and how we keep promises, I can tell you that I have done this plenty of times. I've gone to bed with, I would want to say a lot of shame and guilt and just kicking myself for not keeping my own promises, whether it has to do with the way I eat or the exercising or not waking up on time, how I'm not doing my journaling, how I show up for other people. I could feel that I've been very reactive and not intentional. There's just so many different ways that I can not keep a promise to myself and And I end up becoming not available for other people when I am not showing any kind of compassion and self-love for myself. So a way to love another person is, well, let me give you an example. If I am holding 
myself accountable for a promise where no one else is going to hold me accountable, how much more am I going to show up and hold a promise for another person when I'm concerned with the way that they're going to think about me? So we have a tendency to, when we keep promises to ourselves, we're even more likely to keep a promise to other people. How we show up for that will really determine how much we value the way that we treat ourselves. So some good questions to ask yourself is, am I guilty of demanding other people to keep their promise whereas I'm not even keeping my own promise to myself every day? Sometimes um, we can be our worst best friend. I mean, that's an unfortunate thing, but if you think about it, if my friend treated me sometimes the way that I treat myself, I would not want to keep that person as a friend. So what kind of friend are you to yourself? That's just a really good question to ask about promises. And the last example I'm going to give is boundaries. And this is important. This is a really important one, I think, is a self-interest with boundaries. It can be... um, You can see it in different ways. Um, For an example, do I do what it takes? Do I do the things uh, to make people like me even if it's not good for me and it doesn't make me feel good? That would be one way of not having any boundaries but having a self-interest. So I'm more interested in the way, I'm more interested in trying to get people to like me basically is what I'm trying to say. And... The other end could be, am I being pushy to get what I want for boundaries? So I'm not respecting another person's boundaries. I'm, um, you see this in begging with demanding. And so self-interest is more like me trying to get what I want, which could be attention or something else, um, trying to get something from somebody. And that would be more of self-interest with boundaries. Self-love, on the other hand, is you having a really good idea of who you are and how you want to live your life. And when somebody wants something from you, you being able to say no to to what it is. Um, not in an, it doesn't have to be in a mean way, but you being able to hold boundaries for yourself. Um, is being able to stay true to who you are and what you believe and how you can treat other people the way you want to be treated is if I know in respect who I am and how I want to live, then I can do the same for other people. So it might not be the same as me, and that's not a bad thing. It just means if somebody says no, I don't start begging. I don't try to get my own way. I don't try to manipulate and I don't try to demand other people to do things that go against who they choose to be and their own uh, lifestyle that they want to live. So you can see that having um, boundaries with self-love is so important how we show up for other people. Here is a question that I thought about that I wanted to be able to ask you and to end with this thought. 
what ways today can I express love to myself and how can I use this information to show up for others? I hope you like today's podcast and you all have a healthy day and remember to love yourself.